0: So this is a very, (laughs) this is very frustrating and weird. Okay. So I am in a Slack that I don't believe you're a part of where Wordle just flew by yesterday, the day before, just in the last 48 hours. And I have been, I've been enjoying it in the last couple of days. However, uh, that being said, I have seen it independently presented to me at least once from a like completely different circle of friends, like not even in the same ballpark. And additionally, I have learned over the past three days of playing Wordle that I am incredibly bad at Wordle. <laughs> like, I enjoy oh, really? it. But I am preposterously bad at it. Like, today's, as we record this, um, I did not get it. I don't think I got yesterday's. I did get the first one or two that I had done. You haven't been getting them? No, I'm terrible at it, like I said. Oh, man. Yeah, you are bad. Well, and the other problem is, the, the other issue is that it took me a while to realize that you can repeat letters, which of course you can. But I didn't think about it that way That's at first. That's not obvious. It's not
1: obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and so anyway, so what we're talking about is this word game uh, called Wordle, which has a very peculiar URL. You would think it would be like wordle.com or something like that, but it's well, something... No,
1: because it's just all accidental.
0: Okay, tell me more.
1: But, so like I just, I've I've been meaning to, read, I saw a story about this and I haven't uh, read it yet, but somebody just created it because their partner wanted a video game, like a v- web game like this. And then somehow it's caught on and has now become like a th- like a thing, you know? Hmm.
0: That's pretty cool. Anyway, yeah, so this is a five-letter five word game, and what you have to do is you t- you have six guesses to figure out the word, and it's sort of like... Did you ever play Mastermind as a kid? No. Okay, so Mastermind was a board game that was that had similar mechanics to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mastermind, you had to guess a code, and the code was like four four different colors, if I recall correctly. I'm going to have to find a link for the show notes. Um, but you have to guess a code... And you, the the person who had created the code would would tell you how you were doing by doing a similar thing of like, okay, this this is in the right spot, this is the right color, right. but it's in the wrong spot,
1: et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Molly's is saying, and at the said this, and my mom said this too. It's like a, also like a game called Lingo, which is a game I do not know, but
0: hmm. yeah, I don't know that one either.
1: My mom's better at wordle than you. Well, everyone is better at Wordle than yeah. me. Are you kidding? I just wanted I'm to let you know just it. another person who's better than you. Uh,
0: thank you. Thank you for sharing. I I, I very much appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, so yeah, so uh, wordle is very fun. And so as you as you guess, um, like let's say you were use the word tears. Well, maybe one of the letters is there's no color behind it after you guess. One of the letters, there's yellow behind it, one of the letters there's green behind it. Well, yellow indicates that it's the correct letter in the wrong spot. And green indicates it's a correct letter in the right spot. And so you have six guesses. And then if they're
1: like a, a gray color, it means it's this letter is not in the word. Correct. Sorry. And yes, then you can't correct. select them anymore, which is good. So it's also kind of like Hangman in a way, um, which which is the way it made sense to me, if you're familiar with the game Hangman.
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit, except you can reuse a letter if you want. If you're typing with a physical keyboard anyway, maybe you can't on the phone. But if you're typing with a physical keyboard, it is happy for you to guess the same thing six times. Um, and I've only ever played it on my computer. I haven't played it on like the phone or anything. But wait,
1: what are you talking about? If you
0: guess, like I don't think I have a record of what I did today. In but Wordle? if you guess,
1: yeah. No, if you use a letter that's not in the word, it removes the letter from your options to, to choose. You need to play this on a phone, man.
0: See that? Well, that's the thing. Is I see the I don't keyboard know what is like blanked out there. But the key, uh, there a is a
1: keyboard, like an on-screen keyboard that comes up. Right, 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 right. Oh, so okay. Well, this that's is what I'm silly. saying. If
0: you're using a physical keyboard, I don't yeah, think it blocks you. Yeah, but why would
1: you? Why wouldn't I? It's easier to type. No, 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 no. Why? <laughs> why would you select? Why would you type a letter that's been blanked out? I don't know, man. Okay, well, I'm you're missing a thing. very important part well, of the I, game. I know
0: I'm missing. I said that. How many times have I got to tell you I'm very bad
1: at this game? Yeah, you've, you've fundamentally very, misunderstood very. one of the most important parts about how you guess the word. <laughs> I All know. I've right, so been saying very it's possible to do this, like a strategy to it, but I never do. If, if the letter is blanked out, I don't select it anymore because then I'm wasted a guess. Well, I understand
0: that. So I just sent you today's guesses, which are truly terrible. Like, I am here to tell you that I am very bad at this game. Yeah, I know. But... <laughs> so anyway, so yes, uh, I I just this morning had somebody who again is in a very different circle of friends than the one who originally introduced this to me uh-huh. had somebody reach out and say, "Hey, Casey, you'd really like this. I bet it's a really good game." Which I do really like it, even though I'm preposterously bad at it.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at your guesses and your bad. It's just like bad strategy stuff. Like I know you've I know. been told a letter doesn't go in this place, but you put it there again. So like, well, oh, because
0: I didn't know what else to do. I was I don't concentrating know what on you other things.
1: Were expecting what is it like the uh, something about insanity is doing the yep, same yep, thing yep. over and over again. Like that's mm, what you've credit. done. You're playing yep. little in an insane way. Yes.
0: Uh, No, I think Uh, p- p- part of the problem I have is that I just don't, even though I feel like I have a pretty decent vocabulary, I it's hard. I get like locked in on a, like a style of word. Mm. um, and, and, and I just can't think of other words that fit the letters that I've got. I don't know. I'm right. just, I'm really bad at it.
1: Yeah, you are. I do enjoy it, but I'm very bad at it. I can give you two tips if you want. Sure. Well, one tip is to, I have three tips for you. One is to <laughs> not use letters that have already been excluded. Well, okay, fair. Because you're wasting a guess, because you only get six guesses. Uh, my first tip to you is just, I think you're doing this anyway. Try and use as many vowels as possible in the first two guesses. Yeah, yeah. And then letters like S, R, and T are very frequent.
0: Well, so that's what I... I feel like I haven't come up with the right combination of like RSTL R- R- and E. That mm-hmm. does probably doesn't translate to you, does mm-hmm. it? Um, so this is in Wheel of Fortune, which is a s- guessing kind of word-guessing game. Well, yeah, I know. Maybe maybe another listener There's doesn't know UK weird, Wheel UK version of Wheel of
1: Fortune, but you didn't say listener. You said me.
0: Well, yes, but now I'm broadening to everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you bad cop today? Usually I'm bad cop. I like being bad cop. I, I call no. dibs on bad cop. You put me in a mood, <laughs> and I think it was... <laughs> We had some problems getting you started recording today, That's and I true. think that, that might true. have put me in a bit of a mood. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michael.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so uh, point is, in in Wheel Fortune, it became the de facto guess if for for the very last puzzle to do RSTLNE, and E, which I guess are the most common letters in words in in the English language. And so it got to the point that they just, I believe, now comp you, if you will, those letters, and then you get to choose like a couple others. And so right. I, I bring that up to say I don't feel like I have found a good R S T L and E for wordle um somebody had recommended to me tears which i think is pretty good yeah and then my second guess here was flout which i was pretty proud of because now yep. i've got a e i have everything but i i have a e o and U. I oh, i don't have y either which i know is like a quasi vowel um so that's what i'm saying i feel like yeah. i need a better rstl and e and i haven't found one do
1: you want to know what today's word was oh i now know because it tells you when you lose Oh, do you? I've never lost, so I wouldn't oh, know.
0: Oh, well, brush your
1: shoulders off, why don't you? <laughs> ah, <laughs>
0: fine. Yes, it was Siege as we we're recording today.
1: Spoiler uh-huh. alert. Spoilers for everyone who's listening live. Okay, yeah, you just did it. Now everyone's upset at you. Uh, sorry. I've, so I think one of the things that makes this game so good is the reason it's gone viral is when you complete it, you can... You get like an output in emoji, in squares, in emoji that you can post on mm-hmm. Twitter. Everyone's seen these by now. But it's like, that's it. Like so many people just put, have been for for ages just posting the emoji squares. And it eventually got to the point where I was like, what is this? Uh, and yeah. then ended up looking it up, found out it was Wordle. I played it, Adina played it. We now both play it every day. I don't share my results. We, me and Adina just share them together. And we have a competition going on now as well.
0: Yeah, so I just put mine in the Discord. Uh, I'm not very good at this game, but uh, I, I have really enjoyed playing it, and I've gotten um, a friend of the show, Steve and his wife uh, playing it as well, and Aaron, of course. Uh, and so we've been, you know, someone will remember it each morning for the last two or three mornings, and then we'll post it, and then I'll feel like an idiot because I'm I'm the, I'm the moron that doesn't get it right. Meanwhile, they're getting it in, like two guesses each, the three of them. It's very frustrating. But uh, nevertheless, it is very fun. Even though I am terrible at it, and it frustrates me deeply, it is very fun.
1: Well, I'm pleased that it's going so well for you. (laughs)
0: He says with not an ounce of sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's all right. But you know what never frustrates me, Mike? What? Hover. Or as you would say
1: it, hover. We're really in for a rough episode today, aren't we? I think we might be. <laughs> I love you, Mike. Today's show is brought to you by Hover, one of Relay FM's <laughs> longest-running sponsors, because when you have that one big idea, where do you go? Your business starts with a domain name, and for so many entrepreneurs, Hover is that first big leap. Hover has 300 domain name extensions that you can choose from. No matter what you want to build, there's a domain name waiting there right for it. One of my favorite things that Hover does is, Uh, is they have like really good tools to help you. Like, so if a domain name is taken, they'll make a ton of great suggestions. They have so many top level domain options. So there might be an option there you haven't thought about, but they also recommend like different ways of presenting it. It's really cool. They also have great technical support, so if you have any questions, they're on hand. They're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you, which is why Hover also offers free Whois privacy, so people can't get your information. With every domain that supports it, Hover will give that to you, which I really love that they do that. They have a really great user experience, great UI, they do monthly sales and top-level domains. It's so easy to see why Hover is the top choice for people starting Uh, businesses. It really is just so awesome. And I've been a very, very happy customer of Hover for many, many years. If you need a domain name, I really recommend this is the place that you go to. They just make it so, so simple. So go and buy your own domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash analog and you'll get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That is hover.com slash analog you'll get ex- just the very best user experience it's so easy to set up forwards it's so easy to integrate with other services i really really love it and you will too make a name for yourself with hover a thanks to hover for their support of this show and relay fm you know i use hover for
0: my domains that's a true story so it's very good stuff. This is the best. Why would you not use the best? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, hey, are you okay? <laughs> and I don't mean like you oh. personally as much as I mean like the entire country because you guys are a few weeks ahead of us and we are very not okay right now. So maybe you're getting okay. I don't know, but uh, uh, Omicron, Omicron, Amm, o- omi- oh. o- whatever. Oh, Micron is uh, really taking hold over here, and it is scary.
1: So what's going oh. on there? Oh, yeah. You, what did you just do? A million cases yesterday. I, I don't think even it was. Know. I mean, it's
0: it's getting to the point that for the first time in actually months, I am starting to hear reports from like my personal network saying, Oh yeah, I just got sick.
1: Oh, I currently know, or in the last couple of weeks, more people that have had COVID in my life than they have for the entire pandemic.
0: That's bananas.
1: Are you guys okay? Like you and Adina? Totally fine. Okay. We have had no problems, uh, which is pretty great. I think really considering the amount of traveling that we've done. So I feel pretty good about that. Very much so. Um, we did everything we could, stayed safe, and it went well for us and Here we are, you know it's tricky right now, right uh like there's news today that like it is believed that maybe uh the numbers are plateauing in london, London is the hardest hit of England. England is the hardest hit of the u k Mm, mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit unknown. And again, this is like one of those things where we record this episode a couple of days in advance. So who knows where we're going to be in a couple of days? Uh, but we've been like hitting many times, like biggest ever, biggest ever, biggest ever. You know that kind of thing. Uh, like most cases, most cases. Um, I think we did. I think we've got. Where I think we're around like two hundred thousand a day, Oof. which is just like it's huge, right? And there's kind of at that point the way I've been thinking about it is like, everyone's going to get it, I guess. Like, it's just, that's just kind of, seems like that's, if it just continues this way, like just law of averages, it's going to come for Mm -hmm. you.
0: Yep. No, I couldn't agree more. If, if, if the List family doesn't have it in the next couple of months, I will be astounded, which is mildly terrifying only because of Michaela. Like, I'm not, I'm worried, but I'm not that worried about me. I'm not that worried about Aaron. We are, you know, double-shotted and boosted. Uh, Declan is fully vaccinated as of a few weeks ago, so I'm not really worried about him either. Now, numbers say that Michaela should be fine because she's so young, I hope. Knock on wood somewhere. But um, but it, I, I feel like at this point, there's no avoiding it, especially since, you know, the kids are in school. So there's a, even though they're masked and whatnot, it, there's a pretty solid chance something's going to come back.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, um, everyone that I know that has had COVID has just been like, didn't feel great, but it's okay, and yeah. it does feel like at the moment that is the the different part is that our friend Omicron is not as harsh on most people. Is is the way that it seems? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really as concerned. Um, as I was before, for my own health, like and even for like my immediate family's health, mm-hmm. and my friends, of course, but you know what I mean? like just the people in my life, I'm not as yeah, scared yeah, yeah. Uh, as I was before, but we're kind of in like a bit of a significant reduction of our activities again, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we're not in lockdown. We kind of would say like lockdown light, but we're just like removing ourselves from situations where there would be a high density of people like that's just kind of where where we are right now because we had such a great vacation and holiday we'll talk about it later so you know we're all good we don't need much more than that at the moment and so keeping an eye on the statistics like it is as we were talking about this last time and it's kind of borne out like it f- this we're in a ve- it's very different. It's not like it was before. It's not even like it was last year. Like case numbers are absolutely astronomical, but in a lot of places, not everywhere, but in a lot of places, hospital admissions are manageable. There are staffing issues, which can be a bit of a problem. Like we we kept getting delayed at uh, Heathrow Airport because there was no one to load and unload the bags because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everybody was off sick. So like there's things like that, but. It does feel like the health risk is is vastly different now than it was like a year ago like delta even um yep so we're we're in a different time like the way I kind of you know if I I don't really know anything right but if I was just applying my common sense to it this feels like the beginning of the version of it, if not this one, that is the coronavirus that sticks around, like the COVID-19 that just sticks around. Because that's going to happen, right? Like, we're going to have it here forever, the same way we have loads of different viruses, you know? Looking at, like, your norovirus, uh, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. the flu in general, right? There is I, I feel pretty confident from the things that I've been paying attention to, and just from my own, the way that I view things. It seems like there is going to be some version of COVID-19 that sticks around in the population for the rest of our lives, but that we will be able to deal with it. That it's like through vaccination is a big part of it. And then there is that idea of it's not a great phrase, but it's like the herd immunity, like which just builds an immunity amongst the population if so many people have Mm -hmm. had it. Um, and then we'll get boosters um, just permanently. This like the same way I get flu jabs every year or two. Like you get a flu jab, then it will probably include this too. Uh, and also like what I've been able to pull together is that like viruses mutate mostly when they are struggling to attach to hosts, right? Mm-hmm. But Omicron has no problem doing that. So it feels like the i the, the the a nastier mutation seems less logical, I guess. But so yeah, I don't know. I just figured this is kind of even though the numbers seem so wild, it does feel like to me that maybe this is the beginning of the end. Like, yeah, maybe? I hear you.
0: I, I I'm so scared to be optimistic, but I, everything you're saying. Fits logically with what I would expect. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. And lots a, of a...
1: locations are going to be different, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, talking about like the hospitalization thing is probably pretty different in places that have lower vaccination rates than we do. Like the hospitalization rate is probably way higher. Right. But, you know, I, I'm just talking about my uh, my viewpoint because it's, it's the one I focus on the most.
0: Yep. No, I I totally hear you and and I agree with you tentatively, and I don't mean that to be nasty. It's just, I mean, who really knows? And and I'm by no means an expert, but it stands to reason that what that what you're saying is right. And I'm hopeful tentatively, cautiously, that maybe this is the the beginning of an honest to goodness new normal. Like I don't know. I mean, I, at at this point, you know, wearing masks every time I leave the house is probably the new normal, but I I hope that we're going to start settling into maybe a new, new normal title. And, um, in, in that maybe once this does rip through the entire darn world, maybe we can reach some sort of equilibrium with it, like you were saying, and I'm hopeful And, and especially, you know, I'm, I'm happy that this extremely virulent, Oh, Micron seems Uh, to be considerably less dangerous. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. It can still kill you. I mean, I'm not trying to say it's not possible. It's just compared to Delta and some of the other prior variants, it seems like this one is way easier to catch, but way harder to have something really terrible happen.
1: And also it's at the same time that different things are happening. Like better treatment is becoming more of a, a, a thing. Like there are... I don't remember what they're called, but there are treatments, right, that that are becoming more of a thing. Now I know that Pfizer has one. I know that the UK just ordered a bunch of it. Um, and so like the idea being that if you catch COVID, you can be given medication that can help reduce the symptoms significantly within a multiple-day mm-hmm. window. And it's like, these are the kinds of things that get us into managing this right. the same way that we manage... Most other viruses and illnesses that humans can catch. Yep, I guess. yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm tentatively hopeful, but I don't know. It's it's scary. It's scary, and and I'm really happy. So as we record this, uh, Richmond got pummeled with snow, which for Richmond means you know like somewhere around four or six inches. I know for other areas of the country, that's hilariously little. Uh, but we're not really prepared to handle that kind of snow. And then of course, it all will freeze overnight because it was like literally 15 degrees. What I tell you this morning when our group chat, it was like negative 10 Celsius, I think Mm -hmm. overnight. Um, And so uh, basically the entirety of Richmond is a sheet of ice right now. And so Declan was off of school yesterday as we record this. He's off of school today. I think he'll go back tomorrow on Wednesday, but we'll see what happens. But I'm kind of actually Aaron pointed this out to me. I'm kind of happy that uh, we've had this kind of extended Christmas break because that gives just a little more time for any holiday activities to have worked itself out, you know, and if yeah. people are going to get sick, hopefully they know about it. They and, probably uh, know
1: by now. Yeah, that's a really they, exactly. good point. It's giving you a little bit of a grace period. Right.
0: And so, um, so I'm really kind of thankful for the snow. I mean, not that I dislike snow. I don't love lots of it, but I like having it, you know, a couple times a year. And, uh, and so I've been really thankful for that. And that was a really good point on Aaron's part. Mm. And in, with regard to holidays, uh, I'd like to hear about your holiday excursions, but for us, you know, I think we had talked last month about how, um, we were getting my two brothers and their families and myself and my family and my parents were all going to cohabitate in my parents' house and squeeze into all five of the Casey List family were squo- squeezed, squozen, whatever, uh, into one squozen. bedroom. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's definitely it's
1: what
0: That's one of those things that like somehow you've invented a word or your, you know, your family invented a word and Aaron t- makes fun of me for saying squos to, to, to have squozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's right to make fun of me, but anyways, the point is we were all in one bedroom and it did work all four of us and the dog. Um, and, uh, it was amazing to see my brother, well, both of my brothers, but I had seen one of them, um, for, I don't know, like over the summer, I think, or something like that. So I'd seen him semi recently, but the other one, um, who moved recently to North Carolina, uh, I hadn't seen him since the last in-person WWDC, as we talked about last month. And so it was amazing to see him to meet two of his three children that I had never met before, which is wild. Um, so it was, it was really great. And, uh, none of us came away from that sick, which is excellent. Um, coincidentally, the middle brother's family is sick now, uh, with COVID, uh, oh. but that was, that was subsequent to, that was picked up subsequent to the, um, to the group adventure at my parents' house. So selfishly, I'm kind of thankful for that. Um, but yeah, we came through it. Okay. Uh, we did new year's, um, together with, uh, Aaron's younger brother and his wife. Uh, and this was very briefly the first time I'd ever tested for covid because we had decided between the two of them I and, cannot and the... mm-hmm. I cannot
1: believe it i cannot believe it
0: why would, I have, uh, why would I have done it in the past? I'm being sarcastic, but why would I have done it in the past? You why know, because wouldn't you? Uh, okay. Well, agreed. I, yeah. no, I agree with you. If you, you get, get them you. for
1: free, we get them for free. So. Well,
0: I'd do it like freaking daily if I got it for yeah. free. But um, it ended up that, and I will try to make this quick, but uh, I was out running errands for other things, and I was in a section of town where there were like a whole bunch of stores and pharmacies and whatnot, kind of all on top of each other. And I popped into a Walgreens, which is a you know national pharmacy chain, just on a lark to see if they happen to have any tests. Um, and there we have Binax now, uh, which I don't know if you have those there. It doesn't really matter, but they're, you know, at-home tests. And uh, they're like $15 for a pack of, uh, for a, a single box, which has two tests in it at Walmart, but at, at Walgreens, it was $25 for a pack of two tests.
1: Yeah, we were looking at these tests when we were in uh, LA trying to get home and we didn't end up going with these tests because they seem to have reported a lot of false positives.
0: So of my understanding, and I am not confident I'm right about this, but my understanding is the Benex Now ones are the best of the over-the-counter at-home ones available in the States, but they are certainly not foolproof by any means.
1: But we wouldn't have been able to use this to get home.
0: Yeah. Okay. Th- th- that's what I thought, because you need something more involved. We call it a PCR. You call it like lateral No, flow, we can use a
1: rapid antigen to get home. You just have to. Oh, interesting. You know, it has to either be rated right in a certain way. And or requires like a, a video consultation so someone can confirm you did it. And hmm. so, yeah. Interesting.
0: Well, anyways, uh, so I pop into this Walgreens on a lark and I walk to the pharmacy section of the wall because it's, you know, it's, a, it's a pharmacy, but it's one of those things where it has like, you know, a little bit of groceries and toys and things. So I walk to the pharmacy section and I find some and I grab two boxes because I think that's the limit you're allowed to buy because everyone wants tests right now. And then I walked up to the front. There was a line of about eight people. There was only one person behind the register because staffing shortages. And I am pretty sure every single one of the people in front of me had two tests in their hands, sometimes in addition to other things, sometimes just the tests. And um, and so, yeah, I bought two tests for a total of about 50 bucks or I'm sorry, two boxes of a total of four tests. And then we gave one box to my brother and sister in law. And Aaron and I used the other box and we all tested um, because we wanted to be able to hang out indoors um, over New Year's Eve. And we thought since all of us had been around a ton of other people recently, let's just play it safe and test. And that's what we did. And they're super amazing about being cool about stuff. It just
1: surprises me that you didn't do it before Christmas.
0: I wanted to, and there was family politics that prevented that from happening. And I'll well, leave it did, at that.
1: What Prevented you from taking a test?
0: Well, I mean, oh, I, I suppose I could have. I, I didn't have my hands on one at that point, but I suppose I could have taken a test. But I, I don't think anyone else. Well, that's not fair. I don't think the entirety of the household that was come together would be willing to do that. And so, um, which is a point of family political yeah. drama that we don't need to get into.
1: Dana did some calculations And she's taken, like, in 2021, so I wouldn't be far off, but not as Mm -hmm. many of the lateral flow tests, which are antigen tests. She took 50 lateral flow tests and I think 15 PCR tests in 2021.
0: I mean, I wish it was more like that here. And we hmm. keep being told, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna start sending them to people. We're gonna start sending them to people. or making them available one way or the other." And you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, it is preposterous to me. I, do, I know I don't want to get you started on this, but it's preposterous to me that the testing isn't really a thing here. Um, it it should be, but it isn't. But at least you know, for New Year's Eve, we tried to do it right. And sitting here today, um, you know, uh, on what what is say the fourth of January, none of the Casey List family are sick. Uh, I would, I would be, I will be slightly surprised if the next time you and I speak, if someone in my family has not yet gotten COVID. And I don't say that with pride. I'm not excited about this, but I really feel like it's inevitable and I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that it is
1: inevitable. You're assuming your risk factor is school? I I
0: think more than anything else. Yeah. Because the schools, as far as we know, are going to be in session. And, you know, at that point, kind of all bets are off. Right. You know, so... Um, and we don't really have the option of keeping him at home. Like, there's no virtual schooling available to us at this time. So, uh, I'm just assuming that we're going to get it. It's only a matter of time. But all the, I, I ran on for a long time. I apologize. How was your holiday? Because you had actually a much more intense holiday situation than I did. So, what's going on with you?
1: Oh, we'll get to the holidays in a minute. I have another thing I want to talk about first. Oh, okay. Which is I I just want I don't I just wanted to talk through it with you. I have a gym conundrum. Okay. Not Jim Metzendorf, He's awesome. Yeah, that's what I no, thought you meant for a no split issue, second. <laughs> no issue with editor to the stars, uh, Jim Metzendorf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I haven't been to the gym. Uh, like, well, I have a, like I've been working with a trainer uh, mm-hmm. once a week for a while, and I haven't been since Thanksgiving. Right. So mm-hmm. we were traveling, and then came back and traveled again, and so it didn't go. Now I'm back. And the threat of COVID is much higher. And I feel like going to the gym would probably be the most likely place that I would catch it. Now what I will say, mm, my mm. gym is empty when I go. Right? Mm-hmm. Um like it's an actual gym, but it's it's closed during the hours that they do the training sessions. But my trainer is, you know, seeing lots and lots of people all expelling air (laughs) and fluid, right, throughout the entire day. And I don't think I could safely or would want to or be comfortable to work out with a mask on. I've never worked out with a mask on. Mm -hmm. Probably Mm -hmm. I could try that, but I don't think he's going to wear one, but I don't know. Uh, And so, you know, like basically... That's where I see my main threat area being. But during the last few months or whatever that I've been doing this strength training stuff, basically my, my back hasn't been an issue and my uh, like RSI pains hadn't been an issue or anything like that.
0: So you really don't want to lose out on that? Well, then. that
1: stuff started to creep in again. Uh... And I think it's because I haven't been to the gym in like a month and a half. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to weigh up now, right? Do I go to the gym and potentially expose myself? Or do I not go to the gym and the body pain comes back? So
0: I am not really the right person to ask about this because I have never spent a significant portion of my life or really a significant time in a proper gymnasium, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I was not athletic. I never really played sports in any meaningful way. Um, and then now I I am certainly the strongest I've ever been in my life. I don't know if I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life. I don't think that's necessarily true, but um, I've been doing, you know, wor- I've been working out at home And there are tools with which you can do that. In fact, we were going to talk about one very shortly, but, um, but that, that has always worked pretty well for me. And, and I feel like I, I am certainly not getting as good an experience as I would get with somebody standing there telling me, do this, don't do that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, if I were in your shoes, I would probably attempt To replicate the gym experience at home by some means and, or maybe you work with your trainer, you know, work with your trainer and figure out a way to do it.
1: This isn't my only thing. The the thing is, it's like quite intense strength training with equipment I don't have. Uh, Ah, mm-hmm. Like, and I like having someone there to assist me and spot me with that stuff, with gear that I'm never going to own. And then I top it up with other things. But I've noticed that I think it's that intense strength training stuff that helps me the most. I see. So... Mm, that's tough.
0: I mean, I, I feel like, again, not knowing your particular situation, you can do kind of a lot with just a set of bar or not barbells, excuse me, um, dumbbells or, you know, kettlebells, if you will. Uh, you can do surprisingly a lot. And like we have, you know, a pair of 25 pound, which I think is like 15 kilo or something like that. I think, um, uh barbells at home, or God, I keep calling them barbells, uh dumbbells at home. And I, they're heavy, man. And you can do surprisingly, you know, decent workouts with t- 25 pound uh dumbbell. But I, I'm not trying to negate what you're saying by any means. And I wonder if maybe you could work with your trainer and say, hey, can we do this? You know, is there something I can do at home? Can we do it over Zoom? You know, I wonder if there's something that you could do there. But yeah. were it me, during the during the peak, which I think you guys might be leaving, but certainly we are, I think, still approaching, I I would not personally want to go to the gym unless I was wearing like a can 95 or equivalent, which is not the way I would want to be working out at all.
1: So I don't know. I'll let you know what I do. I haven't come up with a decision.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to hear, although, you know, in a weird way, I hope this comes out in the spirit in which I mean it, because this might sound mean and I don't mean it that way in a weird way. I'm proud of you and happy for you that you're getting grumpy about this, because that means fitness is becoming a true, honest goodness part of your life, either, yep. you know, be it by force or otherwise. But um, it's becoming a part of your life now that you don't want to miss out on. And I think that's a very good thing, you know? So mm-hmm. so in that sense,
1: you should be proud. It's the first time that I ever would have felt like this or would have said something like this. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, that. I, I have this combination. I'm making smarter choices. I do more stuff at home. But then I also have the intense part, which is an important part for me. And it's where I see a lot of changes and stuff, but...
0: Yeah. So if you were to try to change the, the the what you're doing at home or add something new to what you were doing at home, is there any way you could do that? Do you have a tool that
1: you could use to do that? Well, there is a tool that I do use to do that. Oh, look at that. Okay. And it's called FitBud. It is super normal for people to be starting to consider their health and fitness around this time of the year. Between balancing work, family, and everything else that you have going on, it can be hard to make fitness a priority. What you need is a program that works with you, not against you, and that's why you need FitBud. Fitbod has an algorithm that learns about you, your goals, and your training ability and will craft a personalized exercise plan that's unique to you. And their app makes it incredibly easy to learn exactly how to perform each exercise. Personal fitness isn't about competing with other people. You don't want to look to others and try and stack up against them and do what they do. What you need is something that will work for you. Then, when it will really stick, that's when you see the results that you're looking for. FitBud uses data to create and adjust your dynamic fitness plan, and you have instant access to your own personalized routine in a fantastic app so you can make progress on your goals from anywhere. So, as I mentioned, I don't really have the access or the ability to have any like substantial gym equipment at home. But what Fitbod has a great set of plans for, which I use, is body weight workouts. So the things mm. that you can do at home or anywhere that are just using the weight of your own body. And there's so much stuff. And Fitbod has so many of these. Something else that I really value is the videos that they have. And they've just had a big update to the app where they now have, so they have videos showing you how to perform the exercise that they take from multiple angles. So you can really get a good idea of how should your body be positioned, stuff like that. Everyone's fitness path is is different, which is why FitBud does so much work to make sure they customize things exactly to suit you. They make sure to learn from your last workout so your next will be even better whether you work out twice a day or twice a week. Fitbod even tracks your muscle recovery to make sure your plan is balanced with a variety of exercises to make sure you're not overworking anything. The FitBud app is so simple to use and got updated recently also with a fantastic new design. It integrates with your Apple Watch or Wear OS smartwatch and apps like Strava, Fitbit, and Apple Health, so it becomes part of your overall uh, fitness suite. Personalized training and quality can be really expensive, but FitBod is just $12.99 a month or $79.99 a year, but you can get 25% off your membership by signing up at fitbod.me slash analog. At 25% off the $80 a year, that's basically as much as it costs for a gym for a month. Uh, so, and you get it for an entire year. So, kick off the new year, right, and get your customized fitness plan at slash analog, and you'll get 25% off your membership. That's slash analog for 25% off. A thanks to Fitbod for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: So we got a little sidetracked, and I apologize. Uh, we never got a chance to talk to you about your holiday experience. So what what was that all about? You traveled, right?
1: Yeah, we went to Romania, and we were in Bucharest for Christmas. Nice. Which was actually pretty nice, because, you know, like, things were starting to really just, like, go off the rails um, in the UK from a COVID <laughs> perspective. Uh, yeah. And in Romania, it was pretty calm. Like, things are calm there right now. Like mm-hmm. it's likely that they will get hit with a wave later on. It was like Delta came to them way later. Like things were absolutely oh, fine. Like and everyone else was dealing with Delta and it was nothing was happening. And then all of a sudden, bang, it hit there. And so I expect that, oh, we'll hit there at some <laughs> point too. And, you know, I, I hope that things will go okay. But I'm worried because the vaccination rate is very low in Romania. So I'm I'm pretty concerned about it. But it was nice. We you know, we didn't really do didn't really do anything except just go between family, you know., uh, most of our friends were visiting their own family outside of Bucharest, you know, it's so like we have a lot of friends that live in Bucharest, but that's not where they're from. So a lot of people leave. So you mm-hmm. know we saw uh, one couple that we we love spending time with them. was happy to spend some time with them. Uh, But outside of that, we were just spending time with family and like small family, like again, like Adina's family is not from Bucharest. So Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. amount of family that she has in Bucharest is basically her mom, brother, sister-in-law and our two nieces. And so that was basically our entire Christmas. And it was very nice. Like I worked, um, I kind of just, you know, there was a few days where I recorded a bunch of shows just because it was easier than moving them around and, we were there for nine days,
0: so oh, wow. it wasn't a long really time.
1: necessary to, like, cram everything in, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just recorded a few shows on a few days. It was very nice. It was very chill. We had a really good Christmas. It's cool, too. Like, I was saying it's I had, like, a real feeling this time of, like, I kind of understand it all a little bit more now, you know, like, Christmas in another culture and just just being in another culture more and more and more, it mm. makes it like I know what to expect and therefore can like relax a lot more and I understand yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that's going on and it feels more like part of what I'm used to, you know, because like I'm used to it now. So that was yeah. nice. Like this is maybe the first year where It felt like Christmas still, even though it couldn't have looked more different to what I'm used to, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. It's just like from even from like a basic perspective that like presents are mostly open on Christmas Eve. It's like this just doesn't compute with me. (laughs) You know, like Christmas Eve (laughs) evening is when presents are exchanged. Yep, yep, Yeah, that's the way we do it. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So this is actually a point of not contention that, that implies negativeness, but a point of confusion between Aaron's family and mine, because Aaron grew up where Christmas Eve wasn't really much of anything and Christmas Day was everything. And I was kind of the opposite. So for us... Christmas Eve was when the broader family got together and exchanged gifts with each other. So this is like particularly grandparents, for example. And then Christmas morning was basically, and Christmas Day, so Christmas morning was opening Santa presents, and Christmas Day was just lounging around and playing with Santa presents, and that was it. Whereas for Aaron, Christmas Day was when all the real festivities happened, and Christmas Eve was kind of a whole lot of nothing. And it sounds like you're more along that kind of neck of the woods, huh? Uh,
1: Yeah, and everyone, I... Like, that's very normal for everybody that I know and knew growing up Growing mm-hmm. up, that, like, mm-hmm. Christmas Day is the big day. You know, and also just, like, food's different, blah, 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 blah. But I'm getting more and more used to it. Um, but, yeah, the the Christmas Eve gift thing is always just funny to me. Because, as well, it's like, Christmas Eve is most, uh, Christmas is, like, Christmas gift-giving is very much kid-focused. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it seems weird to me to excite the children so much before they need to go to bed and then send them to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Here's all your new toys. You don't get to play with them. See you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally hear that. So like, that's always been the part to me which I've never really been able to compute.
0: Yep. No, that makes sense. And that's why when we do a Christmas Eve dinner, and we've also gotten around... Got to doing this for thanksgiving as well although there's less of a reason to for thanksgiving uh we usually do that that dinner at like two in the afternoon which is really the no man's land between lunch and dinner generally speaking for us mm. but um but we'll just do it early in order to leave room for the exchanging of gifts and opening and playing and so on and so forth
1: best thing though uh i i get to be santa ah yes mm. So that's my, that's my very special job when we're in Romania is I get to dress up as Santa. I did it for the first time two years ago, and then I did it this time. However, there were some problems with Santa this year. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So we have two nieces. They are five and three, I think. I'm terrible with ages. Like this, so I believe five and three. So last time I did it, they were three and one. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And went down to treat with the three year old. She just, you know, they lose in her mind. It was the best thing that ever happened to her. That's awesome. Now, same Santa suit. This was problem number one. <laughs> same Santa suit uh, from the previous year. And there were two issues. Um, so basically, the way that we do do it is I was in the house and then it's like M- Mike has to go to work again. Mike leaves. Right. Mm hmm. And that's when I go out into the hallway, put on the Santa suit. Now there were two things, two things different from 2019 Christmas to 2021 Christmas. 2019 Christmas, I was wearing pajamas underneath the Santa suit. Mm -hmm. 2021 Christmas, jeans under the Santa suit. Mm,
0: That sounds like it would be very toasty.
1: It's not about that. 2021 Christmas... My legs are also a larger shape. They are more muscular now than before. (laughs) Those trousers ripped immediately. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Whoopsies. So that was problem number one. Uh, Problem number two. So I've got the whole Santa suit on, beard, hat, jacket, whole nine yards, right? We're trying to ignore the rip. It's fine. I've got jeans on underneath. I've got enough modesty. No one's going to know. So come in. Kids lose their minds because Santa's arrived. Got a big sack of presents. And the few things that happen in one, uh, you have to sing to Santa. So the kids sing to me, which is awesome. Uh, it's the only time that the eldest will willingly speak English. Oh, interesting. Like, okay. She can speak English, but is embarrassed to say it to me, say whatever anybody tells us to say to Santa because Santa's got the gifts, right? So it's like Mm. whatever Mm. is needed. They gave me some gingerbread biscuits. And so I thought, great, I'll take a bite of one. The problem was, as I bit it, lots of the fake beard went in the mouth. Oh, no. (laughs) And then it all got mixed up with the gingerbread and I couldn't do anything about it and I felt like I was going to die. So Santa (laughs) had to excuse himself for a moment while he tried to get the mash of gingerbread and fake beard taken care of. <laughs> oh no. Then uh, oh the no. belt broke.
0: Oh my. Because I tried to tighten a good the belt thing. up
1: because I realized that my shirt was too visible. So I re jacketed myself. And then when I when I pulled the belt, because the the belt was didn't have the holes that I needed. I, I like the I needed to make a hole in the belt because it yep, was yep, yep. I needed it to be tighter. And when I tried to push the buckle through, the the buckle snapped off. (laughs) So then I kind of had to tie it. But then the big problem was when the eldest, we did not account for this, recognized my watch, (sighs) my glasses, and could see the shirt I had on underneath. And she asked, is that Mike? And so what did you say? Everybody had to just kind of brush it off. Like, no, it's Santa. And then it went oh, on a little no. bit longer. And then she's like, Mike has that watch. And basically, the way that Adina got around it was Mike and Santa shop at the same store. Ah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. That's smart. So we did the whole thing. It was great. I get to give the gifts out, lots of ho ho hoing. I get lots of carols sung to me. Fantastic time. Santa leaves. Mike comes back. The eldest runs right to me and says in Romanian, but I knew what she was saying. Are you Santa? And I said, <sighs> no, what are you talking about? So we have <laughs> learned. Now, the next time we do this, it's going to be seven and five.
0: Yeah, you're, you're doomed.
1: No, I just need a much better costume. So that's yes. the plan, right?
0: And you need to leave nothing visible. Like Well, you one are...
1: thing, I'm never going to appear beforehand, right? So uh, next that's smart. time, that's smart. I will just arrive late, dress up, and enter right so mm-hmm. I'm not there mm-hmm. before then also everything's different right like i need to go full on suit like i need like a white t-shirt and then and then i leave and like i leave and then i can change into different clothes and come back uh, like i think the what gave me away was i had a relatively i had like a patterned shirt and my mm-hmm. apple watch and just my sneakers that had like these boot covers over them, but she could yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. So there was mm-hmm. too many things. Because what will happen next time is the eldest might not believe in Santa at all anymore, but will be willing to go along with it. But then the yeah. youngest will be the same age as the eldest. The eldest now wanted to believe it was Santa, right? Like mm-hmm. she really wanted to think that Santa was there, but was also like, "But hang on a minute." Yep. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Declan is starting to doubt yeah. now, and it is kind of refreshing in a way because you can stop being so cagey about everything. But uh, it is also uh, a little tough because you don't want him to lose that innocence.
1: Mm-hmm. I love being Santa. You see, yeah. So I want to get at least one more out of this before both mm-hmm. of them won't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So next time, I need. I need to. To. I need to go much more full on with the costume, so that will be my my goal for Christmas twenty twenty three. Yep, that
0: makes sense. Uh, it was either you or Dina sent in our group chat an adorable picture of you oh, as it Santa. Was me, I was sending yeah. it to
1: everyone because I was just so yep. happy.
0: Uh, it was it was very good, and I'm seeing what you're saying about like the boot covers, and I'm in this picture. Yep. You can see your sneaker clearly hanging out. Yep. You can see, you know, bits of your shirt poking through. So we
1: just got a costume that was like simple enough. It's not. It's not Mm -hmm. good enough now.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the costume
1: has to be vastly more convincing. I honestly feel like I'm going to end up spending way too much money on that. Like I'm going to really get excited, and I'm going to end up with actual boots, and like it's just going to be like a whole thing. Uh, But it's the thing I look forward to the most, and it was still great. And but and then also, you know, I also kind of like that it was ridiculous this time, so I have like a funny story. Right. Uh, But next time. Next time it's, it's going to be like some kind of like Hallmark movie, right? Where <laughs> I like I actually turn into Santa or something, and then right. you know, that's kind of what happens in twenty twenty three. But yeah, yep, yep. No,
0: it is it is very good. And there was also a picture sent of uh, you and one of the nieces. Uh, you were reading to her with uh, with her on your lap, and it is very adorable. So I am very glad that you got to spend some time with the Dina's family. Um, it looks like you had a good time.
1: Yeah, we got because it was kind of funny. We got to do like a lesson of like English, Romanian. Oh, how'd you do on the Romanian together? Right. So like a book where it's like, this is the remainer thing. This is the thing in Romanian. It's this. And then in English, it's this. So we got mm-hmm. to like, mm-hmm. I got to do the Romanian part. She got to do the English part. <laughs> so that was all very good. Oh, this also, a great story. So bedtime story, right. For the eldest, mm-hmm. uh, and, but she wanted Mike to read the bedtime story, so she brought the bedtime story, and it was a Romanian book, right? And she's just like, "No, I want Mike to read it." And and Adina's like, "But it's in Romanian." She's like, "No, I want him to try." So it's like You're oh, so okay, screwed. and so that's a big I, honor,
0: by the way. I hope you understand that that is a big honor. Like the bedtime story is a coveted place in a in a child's yeah, yeah, you know. know world, and so for you to be the designated bedtime story person, that is the real deal, my friend. Mm-hmm. That that's a big big blessing.
1: So I start trying to mumble my way through, and there's a video. I have a video of this, which is great. I'm very pleased uh, that like Adina's brother was videoing this mm-hmm. because we get like a couple of minutes in. And I'm doing my best. And she says something to Edina, And basically what she's saying is, I think it might be best if I get an English book. <laughs> Which is so good. Like, she kind of let me get so far. And she was like, this isn't working. I think it would be best for Mike if we get him an English book. And Edina's like, yeah. And so off she goes and brings back an English book. And we do that one instead. That's hilarious. And then Edina read the Romanian book afterwards. It's really funny because like the way that she says it is kind of like, poor guy, you know, <laughs>
0: it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh man. that That's very funny. No, I, I am glad you had that experience. It It is, you know, I I enjoy Christmas regardless, but, mm. uh, I really love having Christmas around kids. It doesn't have to be your kids. Yeah, be somebody I'm getting else's kids, to the but...
1: age now where Christmas is about the children, you know, Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I really appreciate when we are able to spend Christmas around, uh, young members of our family.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's super awesome. Oh man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time and i in mean, the travel. It sounded like was, was no big deal. I mean, like you said, you're safe, you're home, you know, no, no worse for wear.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, the travel was like, luckily went pretty okay. Like, cause I was just kept reading stories of like, especially in the U S it seems like just thousands of flights are being canceled all the time. Uh, so I was a little nervous about that, but the flight ended up being going on time. We we just waited a while for our bags because there was just nobody to take the bags. Which <laughs> yeah. just, you know, it's just like there are these weird little pockets right now where there is no people to do a certain job because there was like an outbreak and then you know. Mm-hmm. So that's 2022 life. Yep. New normal, baby. Are you used to are you used to that? Are you used to that by the way? Twenty twenty two? And we're only no. four days into it.
0: Nope, 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 nope. I mean, Weird, as far right? as I'm concerned, it's still yeah. I'm my my brain being whatever is still back in 2020, early. Is 2020. it really though? I mean, to, to some degree. I actually, yeah, I think I'm, did I talk about this last week or last month? I mean, uh, but it occurred to me a couple of months ago that um, in a couple of months. I will be having my third pandemic birthday because I turned what was I thirty eight uh, in twenty twenty and the literally oh, yeah. four days after lockdown started for us, which I know lockdown isn't all the same. It's not what you guys went through, but you know what we call lockdown started on the thirteenth of March. You never actually had a real lockdown. Yeah, we didn't have a real lockdown, but nevertheless, um, we, our first lockdown began on the thirteenth of March, and my birthday is seventeenth. That was so I turned thirty eight. In 2020, I turned 39 last year. Um, still, you know, pandemic's raging. And now, in a couple of months, I'm turning 40 in my third pandemic birthday. And yeah,
1: I'll be having know. my second oh, pandemic shoot, birthday. Oh, that's right. It's this month. Yeah. And, well, happy birthday. And it's my third in a row weird birthday, because we had some family stuff that stopped me from being able to have my birthday on my birthday in 2020, which wasn't COVID-related. Uh. Mm-hmm. um so my, i ended up having a birthday in february instead which was awesome but it was just not when my birthday was which is which was just peculiar and it's so like we joke about this adina's net hasn't had a pandemic birthday because her birthday is in october and for the last two like we've been able to do things in october and felt pretty comfortable with it in both situations so she just had the same kind of birthday she would always have And I've had these, like, peculiar birthdays. Because she was talking about, like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I think I probably want to do an at-home birthday, which is what I also did last time. And it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't... Because Chewish just does a great job and makes me feel like a king anyway. Like, so, you know, (laughs) I have no no complaint. But we do have this funny thought of, like... You know, when you get like the memories thing, like her birthdays, it's always like you would never be able to tell there was a difference. But you see my birthdays and it's like, well, this wasn't a birthday, clearly. And this one just looks like we're having dinner at home. And it's like, (laughs) it's just like a funny, it's just funny to compare the two of them. She's just born in a better time than me, I suppose. But she's one (laughs) year older. So I've always got that. Is she older than you? I don't think I knew
0: that. I'm sure I did know Mm -hmm. that at some point. Yeah,
1: she was was born in 87 and I was born in 88. It's only three months difference, but it's still one year. yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so it occurred to me that uh, my 40th birthday is approaching, and actually our 15th wedding anniversary as well, uh, both this year. are you turning
1: 40 this year? Yes, in two months. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was this year. Yes. So you see, I don't keep the same kind of creepy friend records that you keep.
0: Excuse me, exquisite is the
1: word you were looking for, not creepy. Creepy. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. I'm looking I'm up at like my calendar when it's Casey's birthday. Yeah, you it's don't even the know. Seventeenth of March. That's All true.
0: Right. Anyways, the point is uh, third pandemic birthday, and I'm I'm getting like unreasonably. I don't know if depressed is too strong a word, but unreasonably sad that I'm going to have yet another like. All right, it's your birthday. Like, Aaron does as best as she can. Well, what do you want to do for your birthday? I don't birthday. know, man. Like, go somewhere. Do something. Uh, d- uh, anything. But anything.
1: Like, are you a want to share birthday with lots of friends, people, or what?
0: Uh, it depends on the year. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But 40 is monumental, man. You would think you would want to. 40 is one where you would. Yeah, I can understand Exactly. That. So like the last couple, whatever. I mean, just like
1: Aaron, how many you got left? (laughs) Right? Seriously? No, you're. It's true. I'm kidding. No, I'm not not kidding. It's absolutely true. Come on.
0: Hopefully, I mean, don't don't friggin' jinx it. Come (laughs) on. (laughs)
1: Hopefully, you're gonna live forever
0: uh yeah that that's that's the ticket
1: you'll always live forever at least in the hearts and minds of people yep. you know
0: that's right that's right you've
1: got like you what you're immortal now okay the the immortal casey list that's what we call yes him.
0: that's it uh but anyway
1: so yeah i'm 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 mean, i'm just getting kind of sad
0: about it. like we were talking in years past about you know for our 15th you know maybe we can go away just the two of us which we haven't been able to do in two plus I mean, years yeah. and, yeah, And in that yeah, I thought yeah, you meant yes.
1: we were talking. I was like, hang on a minute, I, I don't remember signing up to that. Yes, Aaron, Aaron
0: for our anniversary, I'm going to go away with Mike for the a two few of days. us
1: go away together. Only one returns. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, that's how it started. That's yeah. that's what it sounded like. Um, so yeah, so uh, and it, the point is, like we were talking about going away, and then you know, not that I don't like traveling with the kids, but it would be nice to have time just Aaron and me, mm-hmm. particularly on our anniversary and I don't think that's going to be in the cards and so then we you know we were trying to figure out okay well if we're doing it with the kids um you know what are we doing and we were kicking around the idea of doing Chicago which we had done for our 10th anniversary and like a baby moon before Michaela but uh, I don't think I would want to be getting on a plane right now with unvaccinated people like as in my child who cannot be vaccinated. And so uh, I don't know, maybe by June when our anniversary is maybe Mikhail will be vaccinated. Maybe things will be better. Who knows? Like I should, I'm not, I'm trying not to throw in the towel about it now, but I don't, know. I'm sad. I'm sad that this is a pretty monumental year for me in terms of anniversaries of birth and and wedding. And, and it's looking like it's going to be just another pandemic Monday, if you will. So whatever. Anyway, yeah, you know what what I could do though if I did want to do a big birthday blowout, I could yep. make some sort of website for it and you and, could. and and I could code that all myself, but it'd be a real waste of time That'd since be a as waste you just of pointed out I have very limited time left. Mm-hmm. So instead, I could probably find some sort of service to do it with. Do you have any recommendations for that?
1: Have you heard of Squarespace?
0: I have not. Can you tell me more?
1: Really, you haven't. There are only one platform to build your <laughs> online presence and run your business. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace has got you covered. Squarespace combines cutting-edge design and world-class engineering to make it easier than ever to establish your home online and make your ideas a reality. You can use Squarespace to turn your big idea into a new website, showcase your work of an incredible portfolio, publish a blog post, promote your business, announce an upcoming event like Casey's 40th birthday or so much more. I We used Squarespace to make our wedding website and it was really easy to have a really great template. They have a selection of great templates of things like that. So it gives you an idea of what you need to fill in. Like these templates, they are beautiful. Uh, They're professionally designed and then they have these drag and drop tools where you can move stuff around and customize. So you can really get the look and the feel that you want and then you can adjust settings if you want to set up a store or the products and everything in just a few clicks. And all the Squarespace websites are optimized for mobile as well. So it looks great on every type of device and they have these great apps where you can manage everything as well. You'll also get free unlimited hosting, top of the line security, dependable resources, 24 seven customer support. You don't have to patch, install or upgrade anything. Uh, You can take advantage of SEO and email marketing and even grab a domain name there as well. Go to squarespace.com/analog and you can sign up for a free trial today with no credit card required. Then, when you're ready to launch, use the offer code analog to save 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com/analog. Then, when you sign up, use the offer code analog and you'll get 10% of your first purchase to show your support for the show. A thanks to Squarespace for the continued support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: So as we record this, I think I've already mentioned it's fourth of January, and my hope, famous last words, I'm now totally jinxing myself, is that sometime between now and the next time we record, I will have released another iPhone app, or well, really iOS app. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the specifics um, because I'm I'd like to keep that close to the vest for now, but. I'm getting really, 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 really close to releasing it. And um, I am starting to fall into the common traps that, that I seem to fall into around this time when I release new app. Um, most especially imposter syndrome is coming in strong baby. Uh, mm-hmm. and we can talk about that and what I mean by that in just a second. Um, but also, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried that I'm never going to ship because, oh, wait, 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 just this, uh, I, I got to fix this one thing. Oh, whoa, 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 let me, let me add that one thing. That'd be really good. And I'm telling myself that I think the app is in a position and you've, you've seen it and used it at least a couple of times. It's in a position where. I think it is shippable. I poke around
1: on the, every time you publish a test flight, mm. and I open it up and do the thing that it does.
0: Thank you. I see appreciate that. See if you're that. still
1: working, and see <laughs> if you've taken is, any of my uh, advice, and some of it you have. What did, What advice have I not taken? we got to talk about that after the show. Whoa, hang on. Did I say that? You didn't even oh, let no, me finish the sentence. It. No. <laughs> if you listen back, you will hear I said, like, that I've given you some advice, and, I, and you've taken some of it. Okay, okay. That's, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit, but, I, but We know the parts that we don't agree on, and you've made your decisions, which are fine because it's your app, your decisions. But there are things that I wish that your app did differently, but you want it to do it the way it does it, and that's fine. Yeah, well, that's fair.
0: So anyway, so I apologize. But uh, point being, it's coming up. <laughs> it's, coming in, it's coming in hot. And uh, so, so am I, apparently. You're coming in <laughs> hot right now. <laughs> so, uh, one way or another, I'm getting huge imposter syndrome feelings. Um, you know, is it is the app any good? Is anyone going to like it? Is anyone going to pay for it? Uh, you know, what, what am I going to be in for once it's released? You know, are people going to demand things that I have no interest in building? Are they going to demand things that I want
1: to build, but can't because I'm either incapable of it or, or, you know, it's not I'm writing down some, uh, request for you now that I'm going to give you when we're done recording and poking around in the app again.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, nevertheless, um, I, I'm just, I'm just, I guess in summary, I'm just scared. And it's healthy scared, I think, but I'm scared and, and I'm not looking for you to like blow smoke up my, my, you know, tuchus or anything like that. Mm. That's not the point of this. I'm just, it's, I'm in that very vulnerable and and scary time when I'm at the precipice and I know that I'm about to jump off and I'm just worried that it's not going to go well. And ultimately like what, what's the worst that'll happen in the grand scheme of things? Like the worst that'll happen is I'll release it and people will go, ho hum. Like I don't think it's gonna. It's not the sort of thing where it's gonna hurt anyone.
1: Yeah, and also it's not. It's this isn't really the kind of thing where you could even face public embarrassment because nobody knows if it's success or not. It's not like. I don't mean. To, this isn't me trying to be like. It's not a public thing, like a YouTube channel or whatever, where people can see the view numbers or whatever, right? Oh,
0: I see your point. Yeah, yeah. You know okay. What I mean, mm-hmm. so like
1: mm-hmm. the very worst thing that can happen is just you're unhappy. It's not like people also can see if it's a failure or a success. It's just like it is what it is, and you can. You're able to just keep that part to yourself, which is which is good, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lee's in the chat, <laughs> right? Uh, so Tim Cook uses Casey's app at the WWDC keynote as an example of what not to do. That's the worst thing that could happen.
1: Okay, wouldn't that be incredible if they did that? Like they did the that, opposite oh, of the ADAs. It's like these are the yeah, right. worst apps. Don't do what these people did.
0: So in one, I forget what session it is. And if I remembered, I put it in the show notes. But I, honest to goodness, do not remember what session it was. But a couple of WWDCs ago, I think it might have been the last in-person one. Um, they actually used, uh, a, they, they showed an app that was effectively vignette as an example of what to do or, v- or very close mm. to what to do, which I was very proud of. Uh, this was in some sort of networking chat um, or a networking session. I forget exactly what the
1: name of it so was. So you got Sherlocked, is what you're saying? Uh, kind of, yeah. Well, they ripped you off and you got to take them to court now. It got taken to court and taken to church. Unfortunately, we don't have any lawyers. Anymore, so. <laughs>
0: Uh, but now anyway, so I, I don't know what my point is. And actually, uh, just a moment ago, uh, listener Ryan in the chat wrote, between this and Wordle, today's theme is Casey talks about not feeling good at things. and That's not what I set out to do today. But I think that is kind of what's happening. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I do actually feel pretty good about the app. I feel like it's pretty well done. I feel like I've learned a lot from Vignette and from Peak of View. So I'm, I'm not saying it's perfect by any means, but I feel like it's pretty good. And it looks better than I think any of the apps I've done before. And in fact, there's a there's a new landing screen that I've put together at the suggestion of a friend of mine, um, which you haven't seen yet, Mike. It's stuck in test flight review. Oh,
1: that will be good because I've been asking for that kind of stuff from you. So
0: yeah, the the, t- the landing screen was not great before, and I, I think this is going to be a lot better. We'll see
1: what you think. When you say landing screen, is that the one that's permanently in the app, or is it like an intro?
0: Uh no, it's like every time you—it's permanently every time you start the app.
1: The one that's permanent you got like it's called like Quick Help.
0: Yeah, well that's the way it is now. That's going away in favor of something. Good.
1: Because I don't like this one. And I feel like yeah. I've told you this before.
0: Yeah, and I didn't either, but I didn't know what to replace it with. And a friend of mine, Mark, um, re- who is uh, both a designer and a developer, reached out to- unsolicited in a good way. Good. You know, he just took it upon himself to do it. And he was like, hey, here's a mock-up of what I think this should look like. And I was like, holy <laughs> crap. See, yes, this is the thing I that. wish I
1: could do. Because like, I say to you all, oh, like, I don't like this thing. You should do it differently. But I don't have the ability to give you yep. something that's See, that's, that's better the problem than with what me you too. Did. Like yeah. I didn't
0: like the quick help screen as it stood before, so right. back up a half step. So when you land in the app, it would show basically like a quick help like blurb. Here's how you do all the
1: things that you want to do, right? Like it just it's just there, yeah.
0: And then a button mm-hmm. to like start it, and um, it to start the process. And I it was it was visually not great, and it was kind of I don't know a little bit off putting, but I couldn't figure out what to put in its place, and and I like a lot. I like a lot what what's coming and I, and I wish you could see it, Mike. Um, like I said, it's been stuck in test flight review for the last day or two. Um, but hopefully you'll be able to see it soon. But anyways, I, I feel like the app is reasonably well designed. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's mostly okay, which for me is a big tall order. Cause I'm not a very good designer like you, you know, I know when I don't like something, but it's hard for me to come up with what I do like instead. Um, I think it works well. I think it does what it says on the tin. um, But I'm scared, man. I'm scared that, you know, I I really fear that like one day people are going to wake up and be like, wow, this guy really doesn't know what he's talking about. And I don't think that's the case, but I'm scared of it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know what you mean. I don't really have an answer for you on that one. Right. Like ultimately, I mean, this is kind of touching back on that conversation we had earlier of like, who are you? Yeah. 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 This is the, we're going back to that thing of like, here we are again. (laughs) <laughs> why is who you are a developer, right, in the minds of people? I really don't think that it is. I think that that's what you um, have put in your own head. Like, we do the same thing, right? We have podcasts that talk about uh, Apple and or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm not a developer. I just have opinions and stuff. Yeah. You don't need to be a successful developer to do the other thing. That's true. And I've also, like you have done things where it's like they're good, good enough, some people like them, some people don't, but they don't ever reach like the type of success where it's like, well, now I'm like the best, and now this is all I need to do." like for yeah. example, like I similarly, like I tried YouTube, right, and that didn't, that didn't really go the way that I wanted, and I didn't really like it enough and didn't work for me, and I didn't become an instant success. Uh, on YouTube, but it's not like now. It's like, oh, well, now I can't do a podcast with Gray because I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> right.
0: right? That's fair, that's fair.
1: So, like, you don't have to have... Like, I just think you need to... I think one of the things that could help with your imposter syndrome thing is just trying to reframe what the end result is. Like, you, th- ha- this application is very much one of those things where it solves an itch of your own, Right? Yep, very much so. And ultimately, other people might not have that itch. Like, I don't, right? And I said Mm -hmm. this to you, like, I can see why this app exists and it works well doing what it's supposed to do, but it is a thing I do not need, right? Yeah, which is totally fair. You might just be in that situation with this, similar to Peek View,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: where it was like, it does this thing really well, but it's it's a problem that only X amount of people are ever going to have. Totally. But that doesn't mean then if it's not like a raging success that it isn't that it's a failure, right? If you end up hearing from people who say oh my god, I need this thing to solve this problem, and that's the success of it. It's not about like you got to sell a million copies. You just need to hear from people who are like, oh, I need thank you so much because I need this. Because that's what this kind of application is. Like not in like in the way that we're going all the way back now, vignette was not like this, and I still wish you would have put more into that, but I know that your heart wasn't in it anymore like that was an application that was for a specific purpose, but mm. the purpose was more widespread and had room to grow into other areas if you wanted to do them, but that was the kind of development you didn't want to do, and I understand that, right? Yeah, no, I think that's completely fair. Like, are you going to start reaching into professional networks and updating, like, people's contact cards or whatever? Like, you could have gone there, but it wasn't the app that you wanted to make, which is perfectly fine. But your your, your subsequent two applications are just both good ways of solving a specific problem, but the problem's specific enough that it's not going to be overcast, Right, 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 and it's like similar to like John, his apps also are very niche, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I think you need to do a better job of like measuring up against that than like if this app doesn't make me a million dollars, I don't deserve to be on at an ATP anymore.
0: <laughs> no, that's completely fair. That is completely fair. Um, no, I I think you're right, and. I think a reframing is healthy and I probably should do that. I th- I'm i also, I think, partially nervous because I, I wonder if, and I feel like, my gut tells me that if I can get this app in front of the right people, which is probably not the people in my network, in my world... If I get it in front of the right people, I feel like it really could have some legs. Because although it does something fairly simple, it I think it does it reasonably well, and reasonably quickly, and reasonably easily.
1: Yeah, but who is that audience,
0: though? So, the audience is, like, parents and people who... So, this is... I, again, I don't want to get too specific about what it does, but... Is
1: this a thing, though, that lots of parents... Because I feel like it's only, from what I see, a thing... Like, the general parents don't do this. General parents have no... This is the worst conversation we're having right now. I'm so sorry, everybody.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong,
1: but suffice to say, I, I understand what you're saying. And, maybe, and, like, if you, this is annoying you, wait until Casey's app comes out, and then come back and listen to this part, and it will, will make more sense.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's because of me, but um, suffice to say, it's something. It's a utility for parents, and and I think you're right, Mike. That maybe not every parent would be interested in this, but I know a lot of parents who treat the, 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 to treat things the way I treat them and who would want a tool to do this sort of thing. And, um, and, and I feel like if I can get this, like people will derisively say like, oh, it's a mommy blogger, you know, like that's a, that's a, it's a cut down if you will. But if I, and I don't mean it that way at all, but, um, but if I can get this in front of the right, you know, parenting blogs, I think a lot of people could find this very helpful and useful. You're probably right. But I don't. But I mean, getting in front of those people is going to be challenging. To that's say really least, difficult. So, yeah. I mean, exactly. well, you just got to
1: send it to them, but it's you never know. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you know, what is your uh, monetization model for this application? So
0: right now, it's a you can do a very very basic thing with very little customization for free. But if you want to customize it in the most obvious way to customize it, you would have to pay. Currently, as I, uh, you're gonna have to pay for the one one time IAP. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. I think you have got a good model for it. I'd forgotten because I did the whole unlock thing, but yeah, because it's still functional, like it's still like absolutely one hundred percent functional application. But if you want to do something a bit nicer, you have to pay for it, yeah. which is kind of it just reminds me of like Widow Smith, you know, yeah, 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 very much so. obviously, vastly is a vastly more complicated that's a vastly more complicated app just because of mm-hmm. its purpose. but yep, similarly yep, yep. like the reason it worked for Dave is that you could do everything for free, but if you wanted to do more, you could pay um and so yeah i mean maybe if there is maybe if you do get it in front of the right people uh it could be good but then are you willing to do the work because that's not like you can't just be like hey twitter i made this thing and then hope that parenting blogs are going to see it so are you willing to like go to their websites and fill out the forms and contact their social media person and like sure are you going to do all that
0: i think so and i i i Casually know a couple of people that are like in or adjacent to this space, and yeah. so I plan to reach out to them and be like, "Hey, look, this is a thing I've done. You might be interested in because I think it will solve a problem that you specifically are having. Mm. You know, because these people would would absolutely use this app for its intended purpose because they do this sort of thing already.
1: Have you?" Got any of these people to test the app?
0: No, which actually, come to think of it, is a very obvious thing I didn't even consider.
1: How do you know? Because you may have just built an application that works for people that think like you. That's true. That's very true. I would recommend that you try and get them on the test flight before you ship it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but then it'll delay shipping, which I don't particularly want to do. But you're not Wait, there's wrong.
1: There's no deadline. What's the deadline? No, I know. It's there's no deadline. I just deadline. want it out. I just no, want but it out. Like, get, make it best before you put it out.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if I can do a best I love you my first way out, but, uh, but we'll see what happens.
1: I would recommend if you have people you know that are in the world you want to reach, you need to get them to look at the app before you ship it. Cause you could be missing something like that's so obvious to them.
0: I, I totally hear you, but there, there's no chance that I'm going to be able to convince them to get on a test flight to do this. Mm, None.
1: Okay. You know All what right, I mean? That like, makes sense. Cause
0: I, I know them very casually and I don't think either of them would have the uh, willingness to do that whole dance.
1: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Do you have just other parents that are not like you that you can send it to? Like, Again, like people Uh, are gonna reach out to you from hearing this on the show. You're not the audience I'm talking about, right? (laughs) If you're listening to this show, you are not that person. Like, I just think that you need to try and at least get this in front of some technologically non-minded people, like that, where you can just like tell them exactly how to set it up, right? Which isn't that complicated, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. That's like it's not hard, but like it's it's a thing where you might have to explain it to somebody. So, I would recommend that you do that at least with some other people in your life before you ship, purely because I agree with you. your success in this application is probably a wider audience than just the audience that you speak to if you're going to find that success right Mhm
0: yeah I mean and that's the thing I think also is I probably need to sit myself down and have a conversation about with myself about what success looks like because. I I know, I believe in my heart that I don't actually expect this thing to be a runaway hit by any stretch of the imagination. But what scares me some is that I think if the stars align exactly properly, I think it is possible that it would be for my metrics, a runaway hit. Like I'm not talking about a Widget Smith kind of hit. That's n- no human can achieve that. That's why Dave did.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> get those words out of your mouth, right? You know what? Like you can't, you can't say it. Like this is, and always like Dave is a problem now. As I love him so much. <laughs> he is That's a problem right now in our community, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it taints your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all are, we know someone very well who, for a long period of time, had the most popular app in the App Store. That mess, that, I mean, I'm so happy that I don't do this because that would mess me up. Like, for example, I am friends with one of the most successful independent podcasters in the world. And I've known him for years. And like, he used to do things for me. And now he is, like, so because people don't notice, Aaron Mankey, who produces Law, one of the most successful podcasts in the world, used to design show artwork for my shows.
0: That's bananas.
1: That messes you up because it's like it completely changes your worldview. Because if you know someone who does the thing that you do and they're in your friend group and mm-hmm. then they go ahead and become like the biggest, like it's hard to like <laughs> judge yourself against them. Yep. And like, so that's the like. Underscore, I, I know he's listening to this. I know he's listening to this. Underscore texts me on like Wednesdays about analog because he records the show <laughs> and then listens to the unedited version. Dave, I love you. And we're all so happy for you. Like That's your true. story is maybe true. one of my favorite things of the last five years because it happened to the very best person, the person mm-hmm. who I think deserved it more than anybody else. The problem is for Casey, he's friends of you <laughs> and <laughs> he does what you do. And now it's like, yeah, it's, it, that kind of thing can mess you up because now it's like, well, I know Dave. Yeah. And Dave did. Like, so can I have 20% of the success that Dave had? No, you can't, Casey, because even that is just astronomical, right? Yeah. So yeah, oh, absolutely true. I, that kind of stuff can really mess you up. I have been there. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. I I guess I am hopeful. I am I am cautiously optimistic. I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I, I am more proud of this than I think either Vignette or Peak of View, which I am very proud of both of those for very, very different reasons. Mm. But... I feel like this one, whether or not it's useful, I feel like it is a solid implementation of what I am trying to achieve, if that makes sense. you know, um, Whether or not you, Mike, or you, the listener, find it as a useful thing to have on your phone, I do view it as a pretty solid implementation of that thing. And and I feel like I've learned from Peek of View and from Vignette.
1: Yeah, it does the job very well. like. With and, and also you have like a really good fallback option in case it didn't work exactly as you wanted. Right. So like it's very well thought out. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, the, the my, my like thing where I'm like asking a bunch of questions. It's nothing to do with the app. Like the app works perfectly. Just the only thing is I just don't know how you get it to the audience and or if Agreed. the audience exists. And that's yeah. like the scariest part. Right. Yeah. Because like I've been there so many times. Like launch a show, you're like, this is I know this is good. Uh and we're doing a great job of it, et cetera, et cetera. But oh, it turns out that I just can't get it to the people that I think might want this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I and I think that the smart money says that's exactly what's gonna happen with this thing. But uh, I'm hopeful that it's gonna go okay. And then at that point, you know, I can I can masquerade as an app developer rather than a podcaster,
1: right? Because like all of this reminds me, like recently I went back and listened to the first couple of episodes of Thoroughly Considered. Mm-hmm. Because Thoroughly Considered, it's a show that I do with Tom and Dana Studio Neat. The show now Very is about good. thank Very you. It's about like we just talk about what it's like product design and initially i was just quizzing them on stuff now we talk about it as a three uh and you know it's like because my life has changed but the very beginning of that show was meant to be like a diary of the production of a product that they were making called obi which was oh, yes, a yes i forgot a cat toy
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i remember this but i didn't failed
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't get it to the audience, and you'll hear it. I recommend going back. Also, like the show was all different too. Like the first couple of episodes, it was like we recorded everything, and like for months, and I would cut it up, like kind of like, um, you know, like these like uh, documentary style podcasts, mm. right? <laughs> and it was just like so. Like I would we would record for hours, and I would listen to it all back and cut it up, and like talk over it, and like do narration and stuff because and I'm actually really proud of it, like those first couple of episodes or whatever, like I'm really proud of them because it ended up actually being this like really interesting diary into what it's like to do a thing like this. But it ended up being um, like not the success that they wanted. And one of the things that they're talking about is like trying to get it to the pet audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they just couldn't break into that. So it just reminds me of this, like, you've got to get it to the right people. Like if you can only get it to the right people, they will want this, but you've got to get it to them.
0: So, I mean, I'm, and I've been thinking a lot about that and I agree with everything you just said, and I agree that it's going to be very difficult and probably won't succeed. And, and maybe that's a little pessimistic, but it's just, it's a long shot because you got to get people who you only casually know at best to believe in something that they've never seen before and then talk about it, which is a big ask. Um, But, you know, obviously I'll be talking about it here. I'll be talking about it on ATP. And I'm hopeful. I really am hopeful. I really do think the app is really pretty good and is in some ways the best one I've done yet. In other ways, perhaps not. But I am proud of it and I'm excited for it. And I really just want to get it out the door. Um, I I love the name. Uh, my friend, Steve, friend of the show at this point, Steve came up with the name and the icon. Um, and I and I really like both of them.
1: I hated the original name. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the the original you. name was
0: truly terrible. It was like, trash,
1: man. It was bad. I know it wasn't the real name, but like it was a bad name. It was a weird name you picked up there. Yeah. And, a very, and the new name, excellent.
0: Yeah. So... And coincidentally, I actually said it a moment ago. It's a little Easter egg for everyone.
1: Um, but
0: anyway,s oh
1: uh, nice! I just mm-hmm. realized that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, it's anyways, called so I'm... App Developer. <laughs> That's the name of the app. It's
0: called. This is who the hell I am. That's yeah. what it's called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Casey List is the name uh, of the application.
0: Widget Smith Two. Yeah, Widget Smith Part Two. No, um, <laughs> but anyways, no, it's actually no. The name of the application is underscore. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous because obviously, when you put something out there, what you expect to be, you expected it to be used in such and such a way, and sometimes people use it in an entirely different way. And I'm, I'm also scared because a lot of times people will want something entirely different than what I'm looking to build. You know, and this happened a little bit with vignette and a little bit with, um, peak of view. Like as an example, uh, what I kept calling "Mic Mode" internally in Peek of view. at first I had no interest in that. This was when you said, "I want to be able to cre- kind of create a gallery of just the selected images um, and, and present just those." And at first, I was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do. I don't want to build it. No, 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 no." And eventually, I came around. And I think you were right that it was a useful, um, a useful feature to add. But I don't know what that's going to be for for this app, right? You know, I don't know what what people are going to want to do with it that I'm not interested in necessarily. Uh, coding or developing or what have you, but uh, but nevertheless, I am really looking forward to it, and I'm hopeful that I get at least enough out of this that it keeps me busy for a while because I have a few minor Peak of View things I want to do, uh, and I have some stuff that I want to do for this new thing um, already, but I I will do them after release. Um, but after that, like if this reaches some amount of stability, like Peak of View pretty much has. I don't know what's next yet, you know? And and I'd like... I wish I had another app idea in the hopper, but uh, at the, at, as I sit here now, I don't. And so I'm um, curious where where I end up next. It, it seems like I'm trying to become the de facto parent app person in the same way that Underscore has accidentally backed himself into being the de facto health and watch app person, you know, Widget Smith notwithstanding. So
1: It's a thing that you know about, and yeah. there is, like or a need for the types of tools that you're looking for. As I said, you yeah. just got to get them to the people.
0: Yep. So anyway, I appreciate talking me through it and and I haven't said anything in the chat room, but the chat room has been in varying degrees of nice and, and direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been saying to me uh, for the last 20 minutes that uh, I need to believe myself more. And I think that's true and I need to stop being so del- self-deprecating. And I think that's probably true. Um, I don't know. It's in some ways it's, it's honest in some ways it's a defense mechanism because I really I really don't want to come across as captain cocky and even mm-hmm. though I don't often feel that way occasionally I do and I feel like that's an extremely distasteful person to to be and so some of the self-deprecation is is synthetic but most of it is honest and and I know it's probably not healthy but I, I'm turning 40 soon and <laughs> I haven't broken this habit yet so who knows maybe in well, the back half of my life I will I don't the know the
1: expectation is this app will be available before Our next episode. That's
0: the hope. No promises, but that's the hope.
1: So I hope every analog listener at least downloads it and tries it out. Just do that. Do that for Casey. Mm. Come on. You can hear him. Do it for Casey.
0: (laughs) I would very much appreciate that. Uh, And you know what? And look at it this way. Even if you hate the app, just buy the in-app purchase and consider it a tip. Just consider it a tip jar. All
1: right. Well, I wasn't telling everyone to buy it. You may have pushed it too far. (laughs) I just said everyone has to
0: download it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And tell your parent friends or tell yourself or tell your spouse, you know, tell mm-hmm. everyone, uh, tell everyone can't hurt.
1: Might not just be a parent app. You may not know this yet. Right.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's that's a really good point. It may not. I'm assuming it is.
1: You just, you just maybe don't know this yet. Yep. So I would, good, I would like try and find a way if you can put that into the marketing copy of the application. Yeah. That's but maybe true. don't box yourself in too much.
0: Yep. All right. We'll see what happens more on this next month.